got Kev here. Say what's up. Good morning, good night, good afternoon. Everybody, everybody, safety. All right, we got Rico here. Say what's up. Yo, what's good, Jeff? And we welcoming, welcoming back Dev. Dev's here. Dev, say what's up. Yo, boys back. <laughs> All right, we got some headlines. A lot of headlines this week because we have, we have we we weren't here for the last two weeks, so we got these last two weeks headlines to cover, and then we'll head into um, last dance topic. Um, so. Before we get into all that, make sure y'all subscribe, make sure y'all follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere. Leave a rating, um, leave some feedback, and let's get into these headlines. So, um, starting last week, we started getting news from Woj that um, the owners were meeting with Adam Silver and they felt positive about momentum going towards um, restarting the season. Then we had, after that, LeBron James, CP3, Dame Lillard, Giannis, Russ, KD, Kawhi, and Steph were on a conference call to basically talk about how they were in favor of restarting the season. Um, then we had that whole Spencer Dinwiddie thing. Y'all heard about Spencer Dinwiddie trying to get his contract in Bitcoin or whatever, something like that. <laughs> what happened? He thought he's I respect this. <laughs> wait, 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 when did that happen? All right, so basically he was um he was saying that he will sign a one-year deal with the NBA team that fans decide if they reach a Bitcoin target of roughly $24 million. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> On GoFundMe. So, so he's literally saying, okay, I'm going to be a free agent. I'm leaving Brooklyn Nets. Basically, and... but then he, he kind of like, after like, Two days he took down the GoFundMe because he realized that no one was um <laughs> nobody gonna give him twenty four mil. <laughs> no one was <laughs> no one was really donating to his thing. He just well, he's he so to... greedy as an NBA player to go start a GoFundMe like we're not poor, bro. You are rich. <laughs> Why you start a go like bro? Go donate your own money, bro. <laughs> or you want money from us, bro? Like bro, what? I'm dead. Nah. Yeah, but then he um he 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 took down the GoFundMe and then he just decided to um donate all the bread to charity. So there's that. Um, he even had a statement on um he made an Apple Notes statement. He was like, "Shoe companies and endorsers influence team decisions all the time. My our my slash our biggest endorsers will always be the fans. So I want to have some fun with this." while we're all under quarantine. I hope no owners slash team personnel participate so there's no impropriety to the one-of-a-kind endorsement deal. I don't know how the Nets are feeling about this because we all heard, I don't know if y'all heard about the Nets, they're interested in trading for Bradley Beal, so that boy Spencer could be yeah. a part of that deal. So Yeah, we get that? Oh, yeah. Hooray going to be lit, y'all. Y'all know what we going with. We going with Patron. <laughs> we going with the Henny. And we on the app. All, all, yo, that day's going to be lit, bro. Wait. <laughs> you know they're going to have that. You know they're going to have that parade in, like, the city or something. If they yeah. have a parade. If they would. They better, they, they better not. I know they're they 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 not in Brooklyn, bro. They better shut down Atlantic and have that parade, bro. Gangster. Nah, something. if it's not down Flatbush, it better be on the parkway. Yeah, bro. Yeah, shit. Labor Day for the next, bro. They got to do it right. They got to do it right for a fact. Because... Come on, a championship to this city, bro? Come on now. Come on. We get Bradley Bill as a championship. No ifs, no buts. All right. So we got... We get out there. Yeah, anyways. What happened, Dev? 
Maybe out that situation here in any ways over there. Well, he, he said he wants to stay in Washington, so. Yo, watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when his point guard returning. <laughs> Yo, I don't think he ever comes back. <laughs> yeah, I we know start, y'all saw. Oh, we started early with the job already. Y'all saw what he said, but we don't talk about that later. That's nah, no, we can talk about right it now because we, we we haven't talked about John Wall in a minute. John yeah, I've seen him, bro. Like, hey, I go, hey, I go. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> bro, gonna say now. John Wall is out of his prime. I don't care what he said on all the Smoke podcasts. Okay. He's just finding a way to be relevant, bro. That's it. Everybody forgetting about John Wall. Nah, I don't know. Y'all remember soon, bro. It's, it's, it's okay. Y'all remember, bro. All I remember is that Dougie. That's it. It's fun. Y'all remember, bro. Y'all can laugh. Laugh. Y'all remember, bro. Yo, I know I'm saying it. When y'all see our favorite point guard's going to embarrass, I don't want to hear nothing. Oh all I want to see is Facebook posts. Yo, and why is all doing that boy like that? That's all I want to see. Yo, I'm weak. All I'm be saying is, oh, damn, John Wall got hurt again. Jeez. Yeah. I, Hope he get well. Hope he get well. It's okay. It's okay. Because okay. <laughs> the next not go nowhere. That's fine. We're going to continue. <laughs> Heard. Heard. Oh, he's 29. Uh-oh. Exactly. I'm saying he's out of his prime. Uh-oh. So, free Bradley Beal. Hope that boy get out. And make some noise in Brooklyn. So we got um what else we got here? NBA is leaning towards a return in mid-July with um Disney World in Orlando being the front runner to host the games. So there's that. I'm really wondering how that fan how they gonna do fans so like what they gonna do for that. No fans. No fans. No fans. See? Are they gonna do card? They gonna do. They gonna do cutouts Honestly, too. Like, no, nah, I don't think they're gonna do cutouts. Honestly, I think what they might do is, um, they might have the families. They might let the families pull up. I hope they do that because if they let the families fill in like the arenas over there, yeah, that'd be sanctioned. Then, or and even let the staff, or let the other teams watch too, like the way they do AAU. Mm, yeah, yeah, that'd be that. That makes sense. Like, all the other teams watch the game. Then again, they're probably going to want to do like their own little practice during that time too. So probably, but yeah, this um, I think training camps are about to start next month for mo- for almost for every single team. I know there's like discussion certain teams like the ones in the big markets like New York, Brooklyn, Toronto, Boston, etc. They want to have their they want to have their training camps in um in Orlando with everyone else because they're afraid of like how dense the populations are in the, in their cities, especially New York. Mm, so, makes yeah. sense. And their, their target date for the season coming back is, again, mid-July. So, I saw a date. I saw a date of Spencer Dinwiddie. He said um, that July 15th, I think, is the date that they're targeting. So... <laughs> And then um, the the place that they'll play they'll be playing at is the Disney Wide World of Sports Complex to be the only site for the season, which would be there are three basketball arenas, I believe, and it's a two hundred twenty acre campus, and there are thirty four on property resorts. So, I think someone on Twitter was saying that it's like twice the size of Manhattan, so it's a pretty large area. So the players won't feel so. 
congested, I guess, or claustrophobic or whatever. So there's that. That's some good news right there. Facts, finally some some basketball. I mean, we've been we've been slowly getting back to live sports recently. There's been I know none of us care about NASCAR, but NASCAR's been back or whatever. Um golf, there's a charity golf game on today, so they're slowly getting back to live sports on TV. So yeah, no one I don't think anybody has watched that. So I mean, golf is pretty interesting sometimes, I guess. I guess you're older. That's like an older person sport, though. It's like a leisure time sport. Facts. Well, I expect the NASCAR to never end, though, the way it was set up. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even know they. I didn't even know they stopped or even started to begin with. But I saw the other. I was listening Hopefully. the other day that um, what you call it? That they they started back up. So there's that. I don't know why they stopped, though. I mean. It's not like you, I mean, you could just have the fans be somewhere else and just stream it Word. like you're in a car anyway. But Word. Not my place. I don't watch them. But yeah, they sent out a, a, G, a survey to the GMs to see what format they wanted to come back to because they might, I don't know, let me actually go to the tweet itself. Because Shams had tweeted out that they there was different names for these categories of the way they wanted to come back. Let me see if I can find the tweet. Um, yeah, so there's playoff plus format, a 72 or 76 regular season game format. There's um, what else? Basically, I think the the na- okay. This so they want to do either 16 teams directly to the playoffs, playoff plus, which would be a play-in or a group stage, and then have all 30 teams or all 30 teams with a play-in tournament included. So those are the formats that they included in the GM survey that they gave out. I mean, I feel like they should just aim to get, because I've heard like the goal is to aim for 70 games. So I think they should do that because I know they have to fulfill certain TV contracts with like the local stations that they do. So for sure. And it, I already know now. I think if they were to never, if the season were to never pr- resume, I think they would lose nine hundred million dollars. Golly, yeah, they can't even pay players. Some players can't get paid with that amount of money loss. And then remember, like, yeah. the and cap's then remember, supposed to drop too. Yeah, the cap is mm-hmm. gonna drop. It's gonna drop. Probably gonna drop more. But them coming back could could save some of that money that. They were gonna lose if they never came back altogether. So there's that. How you how you feel like all of this when all this and like how you feel they're gonna do games? Like you think will be less fans in the arena or I know there's gonna be no games, no fans in the rest of for the rest of the, the calendar year. I know that for sure. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I just wanna I'm interested to see how school and even sports in general come back with all of this, you know? That's how I'm interested in seeing because you never know when this thing gonna go away. Facts. There's people that are taking it into their own hands to go outside and do stupid. Yeah, that, that's that, yeah. Conversation for another. another yeah, day. shout out to Club Garvey. Shout out to them. But um, what format do you would y'all rather see? Would y'all like to see them play like some regular season games and then go to the playoffs, or just go straight to the playoffs? 
or have a playing tournament. They should probably do like some kind of like AAU style kind of thing where it's like it's like games all day. They pull up, they do what they gotta do. Maybe I say continue the regular season for maybe like uh, I think they I think they were supposed to return in like July. Expected mm-hmm. at least maybe run like regular season games to like the middle of July, and then probably just do like uh, playoffs from there. Because I mean. We don't really need much more of the regular season because, I mean, you weren't making the playoffs before. And I feel like it's just considering the circumstances, there's no point of you, like, risking your body and whatever else to, like, go out there and play. Might as well just, like, wrap it up, get ready for next season and let those who were, like, already competing just finish out their their competition and just move on. That's how I think it should go. What about you, Dev? Dev, I'll go then. Um, I feel like I I do feel like it's, it's they should definitely get the regular season and not finish it though. And I feel like teams like the Warriors and teams like the Knicks and teams who are definitely not making the playoffs shouldn't really be involved in all of this, especially for the safety factor and the fact that they're not gonna go nowhere. And it makes them since they finish the season. I feel like they should give those teams a rest. So you know, save some resources, you know. Because every player gonna use up another resource. So the less players are more resources, correct? Correct. So I just feel like they should um consider the teams who can't make the playoffs, let them finish the regular season, see how that go. Probably get eliminated, play some probably elimination games, like you know, just for some entertainment purposes. And try to continue the season by the like like Rico said by like mid July or something, and keep working on from there and see how everything goes on, and just hope no one gets sick because I feel like if one person if one player gets sick, that to stop the whole thing again. Nah, I heard that they 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 said they'll have them that players will have to get comfortable with cases flaring up, even in the bubble environment. That they'll still have to keep going because they can't keep stopping and starting and start stopping and starting and stopping and starting. Mm-hmm. Another so. question is, okay, if that's the case, mm-hmm. are those players going to get to be with their families or are they going to have to live together? They're probably going to isolate. They're probably going to isolate them. For the rest of the season. That's crazy. Until and, you know, they, that's going to... Until they probably don't show symptoms or they probably, like, clear of it or whatever, so... And that's, you know, that's going to kill a lot of their mentals. People like the Rosen and people who deal with mental problems, not seeing their families, they're going to go through it the most. Yeah, that's why a lot of people are wondering, like, if they're going to be able to bring their families... With, with them. them, right? To come live with them and stuff. Yeah, I see why. And then all of them have to get a house in Orlando and stuff. That's a lot of work. Yeah, the NBA is like negotiating with Disney right now to figure out how they're gonna do all this stuff because it's a mm-hmm. lot of it's a lot of moving parts in this scenario yeah. of returning the season because because like a lot of lottery teams they don't want to come back because they don't want to ruin either their lottery standings or they just feel like it's an unnecessary risk of just bringing back those players to play games that they're not really going to go to the playoffs or anything. So that's why they, I think that's why they sent out the, the survey because they want to like see where everybody, every single GM is at. I know most of the GMs that are um, GMs of losing teams, they're probably going to fill out those surveys saying like, just go straight to the playoffs. Like what's the point of bringing us into this? Cause we're all going to the lottery or whatever. But I know some teams like Pelicans, Kings, um, Spurs, 
um, Trailblazers, they'll feel like they've been slighted out of a playoff spot because Mm -hmm. they were like fighting for with the Grizzlies for that eight spot. And I mean, it was really close between like those four. The Pelicans are not too far away for sure. And there was on a little, there was getting some wins, some important wins too. It was gaining some momentum towards the end of the year. So I know there's that. But yeah. I'm interested to see how this will all play out in the end because we all want some basketball back. And we all want to see the season continue and see how the next season plays out because there's also that too. Next season is most likely going to start in um, December. That's interesting. So now we're going to see a fall league instead of summer league? Yeah, most likely, yeah. pretty much. Hmm. Draft gonna be in what? Draft should be in like August. Draft yeah. should be in September. August probably. Okay. August, yeah. No, so that's interesting. And then free agency will probably open in like September. I wonder how that'll do for ratings though, for sure. Probably better it's, because they won't have to compete with the NFL in the fall. That's what I was thinking too. Okay. But then again, I saw that the NFL, I think their schedule came out, and I think they have games on Christmas, which is weird because the NFL never has games on Christmas. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know if they're trying to do that to compete with um, NBA. NBA, yeah. But mm. At the same time, I just – I feel like they might have to move families and I guess important families. I don't know. Because Disney's a, a big place, you know, and they have rooms for people to stay overnight and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. it's just about accommodating family because who knows if a family needs certain like you know medicine mm-hmm. or this and that this and that this and that etc et yeah, there's a lot of things that come into play so so now I don't think they can plan that out within you know a month you have to go you know look into everything and all the factors like even two way players what you gonna do with the two way players are they gonna be in a league oh yeah the G League right. coming back G League I don't think so yeah nah. so it's, it's just forget about the G League then yeah, I think G League said that they, they've canceled their season, I think, earlier on. Because wow, they knew crazy. that it wasn't going to finish. So. How did WNBA do? What happened? How did WNBA do? WNBA, I think they're going to start when they're supposed to. I don't remember when that is. I think they usually start in the summer, so it should be starting up soon. Because I haven't heard any news. I mean, at least you don't have to worry about being fans, right? You don't have to worry about fans. Weak. Yo. Um, but yeah, I haven't heard anything about WNBA because um they had their draft, but that's 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 about it. That's all I've heard from them on their side. So um last but not least, rest in peace, Jerry Sloan, coach, former coach of the Utah Jazz. All right, let's get into some last dance stuff. We all saw episodes nine and ten, right? Except for Kevin. Oh, uh, I saw like a little clip of it, but I didn't really catch the full thing. All right, Dev, you saw you saw it, right? Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with these two right here. Huh? I say yeah, I saw it. I don't know what's wrong with these two right here. <laughs> I've been I've, I've been a busy man, and y'all know that. Now we all been we all been busy from with school. That's why we was off from last week's pod. So, boy, I had too much school work to take care. I have to catch up this week though, for sure. All right. So actually, I I forgot a lot of what happened. So I had to 
I was trying to rewatch last night um, parts of episode nine, but I just couldn't bring myself to finish it. So I'm just going based off what I have in my notes here. So they sh- they flash back to um, they were talking about MJ and Reggie's basic like how their rivalry first started off, and Reggie was talking trash to MJ for the first time, and he he realized after like he talked trash to MJ, MJ just started going off against him, and he realized then like he should never talk about MJ ever again because he realized that was a bad decision at the time. Um, that '98 Pacers squad, I didn't even realize it was like. Load. I don't want to say loaded, but I guess you could f- I, for for that time it was a loaded team. You had um Reggie Miller, Mark Jackson, Rick Smiths. You had um the two Davis brothers, Jalen Rose, and Chris Mullen. Oh sheesh! Yeah, they was deep. I didn't know Chris Mullen was on that team. Yeah, he yeah. was bald at the time. He like he cut all his hair off. He was like straight bald. That's why a lot of people didn't recognize. Smith is what really helped that team, though. What happened? So I think Rick Smith is what really helped that team. Yeah, he was a big that could like sort of stretch the floor, which was weird at the time because there wasn't that many bigs that could do that at the time. He was seven footer, right? Yeah, he was like seven three, I think. Yeah. I want to say it wasn't the NBA at that time. Nah, but yeah, the '98 Pacers—they thought that they had the squad to beat the Bulls because they said they had the versatility, they had the talent. And I mean, when I saw the squads line up, I mean, I wasn't surprised that it went to Game Seven. So. And MJ said that was one of the hardest teams to beat at the time um, be- between um, them and the Pistons. And I want to throw the Knicks in there, even though he didn't say it in the in the episode, even though... Stop, bro. You got to cut that out. What? <laughs> that, that documentary just embarrassed the Knicks. Bro, for no reason, like... Like he did, he did, he did dirty to every single other team. Like why there was like so much focus on the Knicks for so many episodes. Like Knicks get you clicks though, so I can't blame them. The Knicks also had the the Knicks also had this culture of like, I mean they also had the chance to like do something again, but they just can they we talk about can we talk about how Patrick Ewing never had like a, a solid All Star team teammate like. Everybody else in in the East at the not even the East in the NBA at the time, Carl Malone he he always gets clowned about it, but he had John Stockton, and then like come on Gary Payton had Sean Kemp like come on all these guys had All Star team ups and who Patrick Ewing had Charles Oakley come on sounds like another Knicks player I know about who <laughs> sounds like another Knicks player I know who well, former Knicks player you know who Mello mm-hmm. yeah that's a fact Knicks is just a bad organization yeah. They matter what they do. Oh my gosh! All right. Why did I even bring up oh, the Knicks? Oh, oh, they made some great hires this week. I just want to say that they made some great hires. That's true. They made some great hires. That's all I gotta say. They're That's building true. in the right direction. So I can't say that about like as long as they teams. don't get Thibodeau as the coach, though. Bro, as long yeah, as long as they don't get Thibodeau as the coach. I mean, I don't. Nets fans are hyped to get him. I don't know why. What happened? You're not feeling Thibodeau? Thibodeau be running his plays into the ground. I'm not feeling that. Yeah. He just, he just be overplaying his players. He's not. He's a coach besides that. He was impressive. What happened? wasn't open, bro. What he did with that Bulls team was impressive. True, but look what happened to oh, D-Rose knee. That team was a whole lot. I mean, they had to joke him, Noah. 
I don't know how he was in like I think he was in the MVP. Um, 2013-14 years. Yeah, he was in his prime. Race, but his numbers wasn't really that impressive to me. It was like regular big man numbers. But he was there. Yeah, he had good presence on the floor yeah, at the time. All day. He was a good playmaker too. Joakim. But yeah, I think Thibodeau, he learned from the Derrick Rose injury to stop, you know, playing his players like that. Did he really, though? Because, I mean, look what happened with Jimmy Butler in Minnesota. Jimmy Butler tore his meniscus out of nowhere. Oh, sheesh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Remember remember when Jimmy Butler first got to the Timberwolves? They were, like, fourth in the West. And then a game against Houston, he tore his meniscus. And then he tore the rest of the regular season, and he came back for the playoffs. That was embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Getting back to um, Last Dance, 98 Pacers. Um, yeah, they said they felt like they had the best chance to beat um, that team. I'm surprised they took them to seven. I didn't realize that that was one of the only teams to push Jordan and them to seven during that whole run. So <laughs> Reggie had those good ga- had a good game three, and then he put and then he had the famous push off in game four for the game winner that we all see um, floating <laughs> around the internet. Uh, flashback to 97 finals. Carl Malone was getting his MVP, and again, that was just enough motivation for Michael. So, now there's a running theme in this thing. Like, the littlest things used to set Michael off for him to be like, All right, this, this is what motivated me to, um, to go again, go off against these people. I mean, bro, it's the finals, you shouldn't have to have these little tiny things motivate you. To go off, you should just want to go off automatically. How y'all, how y'all feel about the whole Jordan's motivation thing? Mm-hmm. It don't work like it don't work like that for everybody. True. Like people and people need motivation. That's Michael Jordan. Well, he had five rings at the time. I don't, I don't he think was he on his way So it was like he he knew he was the best player ever at that time. True. So he was like, to be honest, it's Michael Jordan. So you got to look at it as the fact that like. You gotta look at it as like um with him knowing that he was the best, he needs something else to get him to keep playing. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Cause yeah, at, 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 at a like, point go ahead, Rico. Now I was just saying, like, I feel like Jordan, he definitely at a at a certain point, he definitely needed something to, like keep him going. Cause honestly, at a certain point in his career, he just felt like he could have stopped, but he just kept doing it. And not to cut you off, but you could tell just because so he retired like what mid prom? Yeah, yeah, but there was a lot of external factors as well. That it was, you know, because his father as well. But he also retired because yeah. he wasn't having fun. Yeah, and the media was getting to him at the time too. Remember, there was like, yeah. oh, they blamed him for his pop's death. It's like he it knew was... he didn't have nothing to lose. Yeah, but yeah, now nah, he he's a crazy man though. That story he made up about that um, wasn't it like a rookie son in Washington? It was LeBradford Smith from Washington. <laughs> Yo, LeBradford. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know who that is. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> no disrespect to that man though, but like, come on, you using that as a reason to go out there and drop fifty? Come on, bro. Like, <laughs> but to each his own. Not what it was like. Um, who Nick Anderson? And he didn't even do too much. It was really Shaq and Penny. Yeah. That's when he said 45 and 23. 
<laughs> Yo, Sheesh. I don't get why people be like saying things to Michael. Because like, yeah, when you beat Michael Jordan, you you get a different type of. But you can't say that until after the series, bro. You can't be I mean, saying that the in the series. Of the series. Nah, he said that before they won the series, though. Yeah, but I mean, they still won. True, true, true. But like yeah, in other yeah. people's cases, like BJ Armstrong, in like the last. It was like a couple episodes ago they were talking about the Hornets facing them in the playoffs. It's like BJ Armstrong, you're on that garbage Hornets squad. Are you really talking smack to the Bulls and Michael? Like, I mean, with a team like that, I feel like they do it just because that's their moment. They know they're not beating the Bulls. I guess, yeah. They won shiny moment. So, so they was like, yo, I'm going to be on the media tonight. <sighs> and he did. You got you you a good game, you got to talk your shit, though. And everybody want to talk shit to Michael. True, 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 true. true. Speaking of talking to Michael, Byron Russell was talking to him um, when Mike went to go visit um, Carl Malone and John Stockton because I guess he was like friends with them during his retirement. And then he um, he's, um, he went to their practice and Byron – I keep saying his name wrong. I, I don't know why it's spelled like that. Who spells Brian like that? I'm sorry. But who spells Brian like that? B-R-Y-O-N. Come on. <laughs> That's pissing me off because every time I see, it, I think it's Byron, but it's Brian. People but anyways, <laughs> anyways, it, that, that that name pisses me off. Like, who spells Bi- Bi- Brian like that? Oh my god! But yeah, Brian Russell was saying, "Oh, Mike, why'd you retire? I wanted to see, I wanted to lock you up, blah blah blah." And then they fa- they flash forward to '97 Finals where MJ hit the game winner um, over him. That was even before the push off um, game winner. But um, I want to fast forward to the to the flu game story, cause y'all y'all believe the story. Um, I think didn't they discover like it wasn't really the flu; it was like something else. It, it was, was like food poisoning. Right. It was food poisoning? Yeah. All right. So here's what happened. They said five guys. Deli- it was basically they ordered a pizza, and then Jordan's trainer is like, "Yo, there were five guys at the door," and it was like, "Yo, Michael, I got a bad feeling about this. Like, don't eat this pizza." But like Jordan, they were like, "Oh, Jordan was like, whatever," and he still ate it. And then he woke up like hours later, and he was like, "Yo, come over to his trainer." And then he was like curled up in a ball, and he was like throwing up everything. But like, when you find out the real story after, mm-hmm. all right. So the real story after is that. Hold up, let me find this. All right. You about the, the guy- real story or what they said? The real story from the guy who actually made the pizza. I mean, you can't say that's the real story. That's just his side of the story. It is, but like Jordan's. Why would Jordan's, you? You don't want to be known as the player to do that to Mike. They're gonna come looking for you. Of course not. But like five guys to deliver a pizza to a a, a team's hotel room. Well, I promise you, if I was working and they say yo, this is going to Mike, I was coming. They said five people to even work at the store. That don't make sense. How you got a pizza store if five people don't work there? Cause it was a small. I think it was a small shop. It was a small Pizza Hut. That was his problem. He got Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> pizza Hut. But now we not even to discuss that. But like, <laughs> you Michael Jordan, you ain't had to get Pizza Hut, bro. But <laughs> they said that was the only. I think the only shop at the time that was um that was open. But yeah. But a Pizza Hut, a small Pizza Hut. All right, so here's this thread I found. This guy, he was he wasn't buying it, and a lot of people weren't buying it. He was like, "If you're ordering a pizza for Michael Jordan, why would you even mention it was for Michael Jordan? You're in a nice hotel, have the concierge handle that, 
And he said, help me understand. Everyone knows what hotel they are at, which is why you would have the hotel handle it or someone really low on the ladder. They didn't have the entire hotel. This story is just ridiculous. Just the biggest lie. Why would you have it sent to the room and not the lobby? Also, again, the Bulls team hotel is going to be able to get some food discre- discreetly, which I can't lie. I mean, the Bull- NBA teams are able to order food discreetly without having like a situation like this happen. So I don't know. I'm not really buying the whole. It seems like it poison. was. Right. I, I'm not buying the whole someone poisoned the pizza. It's like you probably just had a bad. You had a bad pie. That's it. I mean, they didn't say they poisoned the pizza. I mean, but like the way the, the way the tra- I'm not saying they poisoned it either. But the way the trainer was like, there were five guys. They looked. It, I had a bad feeling about this. Like he was kind of insinuating, like they did something to the pizza because they were in Utah. Like, bro, they probably just had a bad pie. And like Rico said, it's Pizza Hut. I mean, what do you expect? But again, yeah, that didn't stop him. He put up 38 points in the game, and they won. I think that was what game game five it was, was it or game four? I forget what I forgot what game it was in '97 finals, but um, I think it was game four actually because they were in Utah. But anyway, they talked about um Steve Kerr's backstory. I didn't even know this about Steve Kerr about his um his pops about how his pops um passed, how he got shot while he was at um while he was a I think a teacher at a university. So, I mean, that was sad to to hear. How'd you feel about that, Dev? You said what about um Steve Kerr? His um pops backstory about how his pops passed and whatnot. Um, I don't, I don't really remember that part. What happened with that? Remember how he was talking about how he wanted to be in the John Paxson role, and then he was like, um. Um, he was talking about how his father was um was shot in the head by two people at at the university that he worked at. Um, I do remember that a little bit. I don't really remember how his father died until you just told me. I remember the part where he said like he wanted the John Paxson role. Yeah, but I mean, it can be looked at the same way how Michael Jordan's father died. He Steve Kerr took it a different way. Though. I guess he used it more as motivation instead of like making it hinder his play. Yeah, I was I was thinking of that because um, he was saying how he wished that he could have um, his father could have seen the way he was playing, and he 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 was basically thinking about his father every time he stepped out on the basketball court, um, especially in college because it happened while he was in college. So he would use that through college, and I guess he used that throughout the um, throughout his NBA career. And it's it's weird because um. The what you call it? The interviewer was asking him, "Dude, you and Michael ever talk about how like you guys were like similar? I guess in the fact that you had your father's past." And he said he never he never once brought it up with Mike because I guess he probably thought it would be an uncomfortable situation for them. So, I'm not really feeling how they gave Steve Kerr a whole episode, but they ain't show no love to Tony Kukoc. I think I think honestly I was I was thinking the same thing but I was like they just didn't like Tony Kukoc because I think Jordan had like a Jordan I know we already know Jordan had a resentment and we'll talk about how his teammates felt about everything later but um I think Jordan the way he was introduced to Tony Kukoc was what just threw him off because he was introduced to him through Jerry Krause I bet you if 
Jerry Krause hadn't had propped up, um, hadn't propped up Tony the way that he did because he was like Tony's going to be the future of the Bulls, while mm-hmm. Michael and Scotty were like in the midst of their threepeat. So he was just like, "What is Jerry Krause doing?" And he just wanted to dis- remember, remember the Olympic episode. Like he was like, "We just wanted to like." destroy his confidence so i feel like since then jordan probably still hasn't got we know jordan holds grudges against like people like isaiah thomas and whatnot so i feel like he just held on to that with tony even though they played with each other and they won championships together i feel like he still holds like still something about tony he still doesn't really like like that and tony had his fair share of moments in that run too where like he was a key pivotal player and he had some key pivotal moments so I think that's why he told me he didn't get it. True, I respect that. But I don't know. I feel like at that I I mean, yeah, that's a good point, but I still feel like Steve Kerr. I mean I don't know if he was worth an episode though. <laughs> but that's just me. It was like half an episode, so I mean it wasn't the whole episode. Like Dennis and Scotty true. got. So, um, that's true. So, Kerr was struggling that whole 97 finals, and then, um, they were really close. They were trying to close out the series, and we remember Kerr hits the shot as MJ got doubled. Um, then they go back to the 98 conference finals, and Jordan speaks about his relationship with his security guard, which I thought was key because I didn't realize that he had someone to be like a father figure to him after his father passed because i was like i wonder how jordan eventually got over the um the death of his father and it it turns out it was because of this security guard the lead security guard gus who became like a father to him and he was dealing with um cancer during the um i guess he he had taken a leave of absence i guess before the 98 um conference finals and he came back for um he came back right before game seven and that was kind of inspiration for Michael and the Bulls at the time. So they end up winning game seven and then they head on to the 98 finals where episode 10 starts off and Chicago's actually exhausted because of the toughest series with Indiana. Um, let's, let's, let's get to Dennis Rodman. I feel like Dennis Rodman, there needs to be a whole documentary on like his antics with Chicago because after after game three, which Utah only scored 54 points and um, the Bulls won by 42 points, Dennis was missing the next day. And it, it was because he went with um, NWO on, on WCW wrestling. So I feel like he's just an interesting character. Yeah, I feel like on and off the court, he was really like charismatic. And I agree in the fact that he can definitely have, like, his own little docu-series. And, yeah, I feel like even to understand that, like, he, read, like, left during the 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 playoffs, the finals to go and, you know, WWE be with, like, Hulk Hogan and them. That's crazy. Bro, like, imagine if a player did that in today's NBA, bro. Like, that that wouldn't work because, I mean, you would probably get fined. And true where you might get cut from your team. <laughs> And with social media now, like, you can't get away with anything these days. Like, we saw what happened with, like, Kawhi. He was in, like, the strip club earlier this year. and like Wait, he was? I forgot all about that. And everybody was on his body because, like, it was all over social media. And I was like, I got to leave Kawhi alone, man. Like, Word. 
I see why these players they just be the way they are, like especially someone like him. That's a fact. I remember I saw a post that was saying how during this whole quarantine, it showed us that when Kawhi retires, we won't hear a word from him. We won't <laughs> at all. We won't. No word. Man just wants to play ball. <laughs> Facts. Just hoop, get that bread, spend time with his family. He don't got no social media either. That's crazy. He lives just like an old, old 90s player. Like I have no doubts about him playing in that type of era with no social media because word does it right now word so um after that when he came to practice the next day he had to sneak around because like media was trying to ask him questions and um towards the end of the um as soon as he like left practice they had to sneak him out the back door and like the media was like chasing him like a, a horde of zombies i was like yo that's OD. That's a fact. But yeah, Bulls win game four. They went up 3-1. They came out unfocused in game five. Carl Malone scored 39 that game. Shout out Carl Malone. Actually. Nah. Actually. Not shout out Carl Malone on this pod. <laughs> actually. I don't want to say anything because his son came out on Twitter and had like a video of like talking about him. So. I'll 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 dead the Carl Malone slander right there. So let Twitter have their fun with him. But um Scotty had um back stiffness in game five and he had to basically had to keep coming in and out of the game. And MJ was doing a lot of the heavy lifting that game. So MJ ended up with 45 points, and then we all know ends up with the shot over Russell. I guess there was, I don't want to say controversy, but like there's like discussion of still if he pushed off or not. I mean, even if he did, you don't call that in the finals, I think, because it's just like that's the NBA finals. But um, I just like at the end, right? Um, At the end of, towards the end of the episode, the owner was basically, he, he had this excuse of why he never brought back um, Michael, Pippen, Rodman, all those guys. And Michael was like, he still never spoke to the owner about why he did that. And he said that their market value would have been too high to bring back individually. Which I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not buying that. Yeah, I'm not buying it either. But to an extent, I feel like if, if he tried to bring them back, I feel like he definitely would have had to, he would have had to, First of all, pay Scotty. Yeah. After that, someone was gonna, have to, someone else was gonna have to take the pay cut, and I, I couldn't see Jordan taking that pay cut personally, at least. And I don't know. I feel like if it was possible, if he wanted to bring them back, he could have done it. It was he just didn't want to. He well, was so set on rebuilding. Well, I mean, Michael did say that um, that if Jerry was um, if they was willing to if Jerry wanted to have him back and everybody else yep. back, he, he would have been able to convince, I guess, Scotty and the rest of them to like, at least take a pay cut for one more year to get number seven, because he said he really felt like he got at number seven. And it's funny because the following season is the 99 season, the famous lockout season where they only play 50 games. So they probably could have got that seventh ring, but at the same time, um, 
they were really old. So they had to play during the 99 season. They had to play 50 games in about three months. And there were like a lot of like games that were like close to each other. They had to play like, I know some team, I remember hearing about like teams had to play like five, um, three games in five nights. So like, like the schedule was really condensed. So maybe they wouldn't have won that. Um, that seventh ring. I don't know. But um, I don't know. I, I still feel like the fact that Jordan said he could have convinced Scotty and the guys to take a pay cut and not himself. I feel like if anything, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jordan is still like he definitely deserved it. But like, come on. I feel like Scotty deserved to get paid, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> but he said that. Um, but I was hearing about. Um, so basically, the episode ends about. um. Phil asked the team to write something on a piece of paper about how, how being on the team felt for them and for them to burn it in, in the coffee can. And they said, and Michael wrote like a powerful poem and they like never seen him like that before. And then it basically ends with like a power, uh, like this montage of like their whole, the whole run. But, um, yeah. Talk, uh, um, about the, the 99th season, there was talks I've heard that in the past that he would have signed probably with um with New York if he was going to come back on a one-year deal just to spite Chicago because um he knows that Chicago wasn't going to bring him back because they weren't bringing Phil back. So he would have just signed with New York because him and Patrick Ewing were um were close and they are still close friends I believe so. There's that. Mm-hmm. But because that that that's the year that the Knicks do a sign and trade, I think, for Latrell Sprewell. But a lot of people are saying they could have used those assets and probably done a sign and trade with Chicago for Michael. So who knows that? But we'll never know, really. Facts. Fun fact about episode ten: episode ten was finished the Thursday right before they released it, I believe. Yeah. So they yeah, they still been working on because they didn't plan to release this now. They plan on releasing it in June, but since the quarantine happened and everybody's been starved for basketball, they were like, might as well release it now. So I mean, shout out to that. Shout out to that team. They did a pretty good job on that documentary. Facts. But um all right, let's talk about Michael's teammates. Cause they've been complaining this whole time after. The thing I sent you, I sent you guys a couple of the screenshots in the group chat of what, um, I think it was Horace. Yeah. But like they, I saw, I saw another headline that Scottie Pippen was livid at the way he was, um, portrayed in the documentary, and I'm like, how is Scottie pissed? Like Scottie is made to look like a top five player in the '90s, and like people felt bad for him because he was underpaid and whatnot. So it's like. Mm-hmm. How can Scotty be upset at the way he was portrayed in this thing? Because it's like, if I mean, anything, he was portrayed really well. Yeah, I agree. I think really, it's not so. I feel like Scotty still has this. I feel like also with the whole Scotty Jordan thing, Scotty was also always in like Jordan's shadow. And I feel like deep down, Scotty wants to be like that guy. And like, he, I guess, him just re watching how much of the fact that he was just like, also reliving the fact that you know he was robbed <laughs> for like basically his for like majority of those years 
terms of like contract wise and then like having to be like not as i guess they it showed size of scotty pippen maybe he just didn't agree with i guess that didn't help his campaign as to like why he was he said he should have been like a number one guy instead of having to be a number two most of his career I will say some parts of the documentary did make him look soft, like when he didn't want to play in Game 7 against the Pistons because he had a migraine or a concussion or whatever it was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I guess there were, like, certain parts where, like, they showed that he was missing, like, key free throws or he was missing, like, a shot or he had, like, a turnover or something. So I guess I could um, be upset with him about this, but the one person that really is pissed with him is Horace Grant. Like, Horace Grant sounds like he hates Michael at this point, like – I saw something about – I saw a clip of him talking, and he was basically like, oh, if Michael ever, like, personally took food off his plate, he would have to fight him. Mm-hmm. And he also he also was saying, like, oh, if Michael invited him to, like, his 65th birthday party, he wouldn't even open the invitation. Like, he's just been <laughs> – like, Horace Grant's just been, like, going off this week. And, like, I don't know if it's really warranted or not because, like – Michael's the reason you got the championships, so it's like... Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like... Yeah, I agree. I just I feel like he was upset mainly because he basically got outed as for that. Yeah, he got outed as a snitch of the group. And I guess we don't know. I mean, it's debatable whether it was him or Phil Jackson. But, I mean, it looks like he just got... He, he took a lot of the heat for that. And I guess he didn't really appreciate that, even though it could have been him, though. But... That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, like they were really pissed. It's like, and they were they were pissed at stuff that were in the documentary that they were saying themselves though. Like, they were indicting themselves, and yeah. they were pissed about that it was in the documentary. Like, if you didn't want it to be in the documentary, you don't mention it in the interview at all, and it doesn't get put in it. And it's like, and it's, at the same time, it's like this is. The, it was called The Last Dance. Like, it was meant to focus on the Bulls team, but we all knew this was a Michael Jordan documentary. Like, yeah, to boost his career. <laughs> like, you couldn't you know, just... Like, th- this wasn't like, oh, this is the 97-98 Bulls documentary. Like, it's Michael and the Bulls. Like, they're the background dancers or the background singers or whatever. Like, yeah. they're there, but they're not meant for you to have your main attention on them. He And, like... He gave, like, certain teammates highlight episodes. Like, he gave Scotty an episode. He gave Dennis an episode. He gave um, Nick, Steve Kerr an episode. They gave Phil Jackson an episode. Like, come on. You can't, you can't be pissed. And he highlighted your, your careers for y'all. Like, like, Dennis worked his way up from, like, I guess the streets to ball. Scotty worked his way up from being a manager to NBA star. Like, yeah. come on, like. MJ made these guys look good. Like, these guys can't really complain, but, I mean, that's dumb. Sucks. Anyways, um, I heard that there's going to be, like, a, a We Believe Warriors documentary coming out soon. So, I don't know if it's coming out soon, but um, I know it's in the works. I mean, everybody's working on a documentary these days now, so... Okay. I'm excited to see them though. Definitely That's... trying to. I'm definitely trying to see the. Trying to see one of the Warriors and one of the one of the Cavs. Got it. Is only right you see those two. Oh yeah, they got They got to do. Like, they got to do like a documentary about like the whole Warriors, Cavs. 
I guess rivalry, but not really a rivalry because like it wasn't a rivalry towards the end of it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, they need to do that. And what other documentary I would like to see? I mainly just want to see a Warriors or like or like a Steph one, like a Steph one. That's like it's like highlighted as a Warriors one, but it's like the same way like Michael's Last Dance was. It's just mainly focusing on Steph. That's me personally as a Steph fan though. And um, mm-hmm. I know there's like a Redeem Team documentary that's coming out again with Andy Wade and like Melo and LeBron and Kobe. So, or, mm-hmm. yeah, that one should be good too with the with that with that Olympic team. It's right. it's it's just nice to see like another side of these players that we don't yeah, really like get the behind the interviews. scenes. Yeah. And we usually get we we only get to see these guys in a certain light most of the time. I mean, social media has become like a a, a good gateway, I guess, into these worlds of these players that we usually don't get to see. But even then, it's still not everything that goes on behind the scenes that we don't get to see. So, um, what else? What else? What else? Next week. I don't know if it starts next week or not, but I want to get into some draft topics because, I mean, I know the draft isn't happening now, but it's still good to get ahead of everything. Probably draft is going to happen in August, but I've been doing my own personal, I've been working on my own personal mock draft, so I'm going to have that out soon, doing my research on certain players and whatnot, so... I mean, so far, I mean, I've known, like, a good majority of, like, I've seen a couple of the prospects, but it sucks that we didn't get to see March Madness. Yeah, that's... Helps to, like, really see some of them, like, perform on that level. Well, competitive. Well, they compete competitively every day, but it's a different type of competition in March Madness. Yeah, that's 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 what pissed me off about this whole thing. Like... Like and and what sucks is that certain teams won't be able to like work out certain prospects that they're like interested about like oh is this player's jump shot consistent or whatnot so it's like there's a lot of question marks still about how that whole draft process is gonna go but yeah all right that's it for this week's episode make sure y'all make sure y'all subscribe follow. Leave five stars, and we'll be back probably next week. Don't know yet, but 